0: Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sports Cast. I am here this afternoon to do the weekend wrap-up show, week seven six. <laughs> I heard a fan offer free dipping Dots if I blew it. I wanted to have some fun, you know, execute. I had bombs. Stay as a team, execute, give 100%. All right, guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast. Welcome in. Like I said, I'm here to do the week six uh, weekend wrap-up show. Uh, And there was a bunch of action yesterday, and we will get to it. Um, first of all, uh, we are presented by the Fanboys, and we are featured on Let's Talk Sports, Sideline Sports, The Real Fresh Channel, Stadium Rent, and on WSBN TV Channel 30. So there was lots of action uh, in college football yesterday. Um, Of course, one of the biggest games that I was interested in was last night, and that was Georgia and Kentucky. That did not turn out the way that I thought it would, and I'll be the first to say that. I did not expect to win, but I expect to show a little better than what they did. But uh, we will get to all of that. What's up, Above the Ring? Above the Ring is with us again. I appreciate you being on and commenting with us. So, just want to say what's up and <clears throat> so the first talking point that I want to talk about is basically this so this weekend it looks like that it was all about the haves and the have-nots in college football for the last 10 12 15 years and um, You know, if you look around the whole landscape of what happened yesterday in college football, there's so much that has changed in college football as far as the landscape and maneuvering and conferences and money and NIL and transfer portal, and there is so much that's changed. But when it comes down to it, um, we still have the haves, the have-nots and you know the more things change the more things stay the same and you know start out yesterday you have texas and oklahoma you know for years and years now you know texas is there texas is close uh you know texas beat alabama earlier this year and you know everybody's thinking oh wow this might be Texas's year And here comes the Oklahoma Sooners who have just nine times out of 10 had their number. Um, And, you know, Dylan Gabriel yesterday with a minute and 15 on the clock orchestrates a drive all the way, you know, all all the way down the field, puts it in the end zone with 15 seconds to go um, and beats Texas 34 to 30. Now, I'll give Texas credit. I mean, they were in the game. They actually took the lead late with a field goal. Um, But they also were down 10 at one time. So what I'm saying is, is, you know, Oklahoma, nine times out of 10, like I said, has had their number over the years. And Texas has just been, you know, right there and so close and so close. And and they're still top 10 in the country right now, and they're still going to have a chance. However, they are behind the eight ball now in the Big 12. Um, The Big 12 does not look as strong as it did last year. And because of that, then, you know, I I don't know how many opportunities that – um Oklahoma's going to have to lose two games. They would have to lose two games now because they, you know, the tie, they would own the tiebreaker over Texas. Um and and, and I'm not saying that's completely out of the realm of possibility, but as far as being the number 1 seed, um but likely Texas will get another shot at Oklahoma in the big 12 championship game later this year um and if that happens maybe maybe the have-nots can jump the halves because most of the time oklahoma has ended up and had their number um you know texas beat them badly last year but it really didn't matter because both teams was like eight and five and six and seven or, or whatever oklahoma was last year at the end um, and, you know, it really didn't matter because neither team was right there and th- neither team was even in the Big 12 championship, so it really didn't matter last year. Uh, but usually Oklahoma is right there, and in Venable's uh, first season last year he wasn't. and Now he has them right back in the thick of things. They are 6-0. and old. They beat Oklahoma – I mean, beat Texas now and are in the driver's seat. So, there's one case where you have the, the haves and the have-nots. And then later in the day, we had Alabama and Texas A&M. You know, <clears throat> it was in College Station. And, you know, over the years, especially the last since, since you know, A&M's been in the SEC, um, you know, the last 12, 13 years, They've been right there. They've been real close. Everybody, you know, you get your hopes up. You think Texas A&M is there. And then you play a game like Alabama versus Texas A&M. And Alabama threw it all over the field yesterday. Jalen Milroe had 307 yards um, and, and, and three touchdowns, I think, and threw the ball all over the field and was ahead – Quite a bit bigger than what the score was. They beat them 26 to 20 in Cavett Station, which is <clears throat> a tough place to play. I mean, 110,000 screaming fans. That's why they call it the 12th man. And it's a tough place to play. And that was Jalen Melrose's second start against AM. He actually started against them last year when Bryce Young was hurt. So, Excuse me, this was (coughs) this was his second time starting against them and he looked way, way better. Alabama looks way better. And again, we have a situation where we have the haves and we have the have nots. (coughs) Uh, Kentucky, Georgia. Over the last eight years or so, Kentucky is climbed a ladder and look like they have some momentum and look like they can, you know, compete a little bit. And every time we go up against a top caliber team, especially Georgia, I mean to be quite honest with you, they get knocked back um several, several pegs last night was embarrassing. Um they Georgia, but you know Georgia is capable of embarrassing everybody. I mean, they embarrassed the shit out of TCU last, last year in the championship game. Um, Kentucky was a smidget better last night than that, but not much. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, Kentucky beat themselves in, early in the game. I think Kentucky made them look, made Georgia look even better, that Georgia has not looked like that this year. Um, they have played South Carolina, 124 14 had to come from behind at home, exactly where they played last night. Um, you know, they had to come from behind and beat Auburn last week, 27-20 in Jordan-Hare, but they have not looked like they looked last night. Kentucky, you know, The first two offensive drives was um, pushed back and, and, you know, third and second, second and third and longs because of stupid penalties. Jagger Burton needs to go and sit for a while. I mean, what he did face down to the back of defender, trying to, you know, after the play, dig him in the ground, hit him in the ground, it's uncalled for, and he needs to sit. Um, but here's the deal. Georgia's the real deal. They have been for the last three years now. Um, and nobody can beat them. The only team that has beat them in three years is Alabama in the SEC championship game in 2021. Um, they are now 35-1 and one in the last 36 games over the last – two and a half years. Um, so, you know, nobody can beat them. Mason Cross is on with me, and he says, Boomer, Boomer Sooner. They, they got it done, Mason. Um, <clears throat> and, again, with the Georgia-Kentucky, we have the haves and the have-nots. Uh, Miami. Every year, you know Miami gets talked about this and that, and they look the part for a little bit, and then last night, thank goodness for the Miami Hurricanes. That's all I'm going to say, because they they took some heat off the of Kentucky Wildcats last night, <laughs> and I mean, what in the world? I thought. Um, I thought the job that Mark Stoops did last night was terrible, but that call was about as dumb of a call that a coach could make. 42, 44 seconds left, and they are hiking the ball to give it to the back. Up three, and the team has no timeouts no timeouts and they hand it to the back and the backs the back gets stripped georgia tech recovers it with 26 seconds to go runs two plays scores a touchdown and beats them that's one of the biggest blunders that i've ever seen i'm i just turned 49 last weekend And I'll be honest with you, that's one of the biggest blunders I've ever seen. So they are clearly a have-not – I mean, that's a have-not moment if I've ever seen one. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Notre Dame. Notre Dame has, you know, been right there all along, you know, and you you think they're there. You think they have a shot. They've even got, you know – a chance to play for a championship here and there or into the playoffs or, you know, over the years, but they can never get over the hump. And to be quite honest with you, Louisville over the last 10, 12, 15 years has won more big games than not. And has had a Heisman trophy winner has had sugar bowl winners has had Um, you know, 11, maybe even a 12-game win season. I'm not exactly – I know they've had some 11, 10 and 11s, maybe even a 12-game, you know, winning season. And most of the time, I'll be honest, Notre Dame is talked about and they're right there, but they just can't get out of their way. And I'm going to call them I have not over the last 10 or 12, 15 years. They just can't get out of the way. Ohio State yesterday is a half. You know, they were down early in that game, 10 points, um, and come back and rock them by like 20. They covered the spread. The spread was 19 and a half, I think, and they covered the spread. They come back and beat Maryland, an undefeated team who had looked great, started out strong against them. And you've got Ohio State's the have, and Maryland is the have-not. Uh, you know, I can go down the board over and over and over from yesterday. LSU-Missouri. LSU's look like they're, you know, they're, they're down. They're not there. Missouri's look like they're up. Missouri had a lead. You know, Late in the game, looked like they're going to start of the fourth quarter, they're up five. You know, looks like they might be able to pull this game out. They're 5-0. and old. They've looked like a have. LSU, guess what, is the have. Missouri's the have-not. That's my take from yesterday. Um, I think that sums up the whole weekend to be quite honest with you is the haves and the have-nots. So the AP poll come out about two hours ago and we're gonna, I'm gonna do a little rundown of the AP poll. But before I do that, hang on just a minute. Before I do the AP poll, guys, I am going to do a little promo for my man, Howie Fresh. We are featured, this show, um, the weekend wrap-up show, is featured on his Sunday um, lineup on the Real Fresh channel. And this is Howie Fresh talking about it. Hey, I am Howie Fresh here to tell you about the Real Fresh channel. That's right, youtube.com slash the Real Fresh channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different types of content. Uh, Anything from College Sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got You Want to Do What? We got the wrestling corner. We got live stream. Just go over to YouTube.com slash The Real Fresh Channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. Alright guys, that's my man Howie Fresh. We are featured on his channel and he'll be back a little bit later in the show for one other thing as well. The AP poll. <clears throat> the new poll come out today. I was shocked and stunned to see that Kentucky Wildcats was still in the AP poll. I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. I was shocked. I was talking to some friends online and I was like, Wow put it in, typed it in, like, you know, Kentucky is still ranked in the the 24 in the AP poll. So that's the first thing I want to say. After that showing last night, I mean, I thought Kentucky was going to be out of here um, and just not even be close to being in the AP poll, to be quite honest with you. Georgia gains quite a bit of uh, first-place votes. They're still first, of course. They had 37 last week. They have 50 this week. They're number one. Michigan looked really good. Um, Is number two. They have 11 first-place votes. Ohio State, I said, come back and beat Maryland, undefeated team, uh, by 20-plus. Covered their spread. Um, They have one – First place vote, and Florida State is number four with one po- first place vote. Oklahoma, the Sooners come in at number five after beating Texas. They jumped seven spots, I think. I think they were 12 last week. Jumped in front of Penn State. Penn State is six. Washington is seven. Oregon is eight. Texas is Drops to nine. I think they dropped five spots. Um, USC drops again. We'll get to them in a little bit. They are now 10. Alabama is 11. North Carolina, who looked really good yesterday, moves up to 12. Ole Miss is 13. Louisville is 14 after beating Notre Dame. 33-13, 33-13, to 13, yes, last night, by the way. Um, <clears throat> Oregon State is 15. Utah is 16. Duke is 17, who had a bye week. UCLA, who beat Washington State, is 18. Washington State and Tennessee are actually tied for 19. Notre Dame fell to 21, dropped 11 spots. LSU is up to 22. In the AP poll, Kansas climbs back in the AP poll after their big win um, over UCF yesterday. And Kentucky stays in at number 24. And somehow Miami stays in at 25. Yes, I know they're 4-1. and one. I know Kentucky's 5-1. and one. But those blunders and the way that they looked uh, last night, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Kentucky fan, and I, I'll be honest with you. I was shocked. I was surprised. Now, I will say this. They're 5-1. They, uh, you know, we last week beat the fire out of Florida who, you know, was back in the polls. I'm not saying Florida's great. Florida uh, – covered their spread against Vandy yesterday and beat them 20-plus and covered their spread. So, you know, they did the job that they were supposed to, so we'll see what happens with Florida the rest of the year. Uh, But I am happy to see that Kentucky has a little bit more respect than that because that's what the game was for me last night anyway. It wasn't really about winning that game. I didn't really think that we were going to go to Athens, Georgia, and beat the Georgia Bulldogs, the two-time defending champs, who are still undefeated. Uh, you know, I, that's not exactly what I thought. I just wanted to be respectful, you know, look respectful, and and you know, gain some respect. We did not do that under any circumstance. But maybe what we have done has gained a little bit of respect because we stayed in the poll at 24. And like I said, somehow Miami stays in at 25. After one of the biggest blunders I've ever seen in college football. Ever. (laughs) All right. So, an interesting stat about the AP poll. The top six schools, by appearance, Ever in the AP men's college basketball poll are all included in the top 25 of the AP football poll this week, this week, week seven, 2023. It is the first time in the 87-year history of the AP football poll that all six of these teams are ranked inside the football poll. Again, these are the top six teams by appearance ever in the AP men's college basketball poll. Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, UCLA, and Louisville. That's the top six. And it's the first time ever that all six of those schools in the 87-year history of the AP poll has been ranked in the college football poll. Louisville is 12th. No, North Carolina is 12th. Louisville is 14th. Duke is 17th. UCLA is 18th, Kansas is 23, and Kentucky is 24. Just a little tidbit that I thought was interesting about the AP poll. It is the 17th straight week that Georgia – has been number one in the AP poll. That is now tied for the fourth longest streak ever, tied with Florida State. <clears throat> they are now 17 straight weeks that they've been number one. Next up on the list is an 18-win streak by USC from 72 to 73. 73. And then Miami had one that's 21 straight weeks in a row from 2001 and 2002. <clears throat> the record is 33 straight by USC, and that was the uh, run with Bush and uh, and all of them, and from 2003 to the final poll of 2005. But that is the fourth longest streak. So just a couple of tidbits about the AP poll there. Moving out of the AP poll was Fresno State and Missouri. Moving in was UCLA and Kansas. Pac-12 has seven schools in the week seven AP poll. SEC has six, ACC five, Big Ten three, Big 12 three, and Independent is one, and that is Notre Dame at number 21. So that is a look at the week seven AP poll. and i told you guys that mr fresh howie fresh is going to make an appearance again this is him promoting his dubie energy drinks and i just want to shout out our newest partner uh w energy drinks you know energy drink you get the powder you mix it up at home but it's better than any of that coffee any of that energy drink you get there's no crash no jitters no angst Uh, they have a patented neural factor that's the star of the show Yeah, brain food, I'm talking taurine, tyrosine, glutamine, uh, more, Uh, they only have the best amino acids, uh, only the best brain benefiting vitamins, I'm talking B3, B12, vitamin C, much more, I'm also talking 150 milligrams of caffeine, so just like your energy, it gives you that kick. There's no sugar, no maltodrextrin, no fake colors, no dyes, no fillers, no BS. You can go to Dubby.gg, w.gg. Make sure you use the code REALFRESH. Two words, code REALFRESH. Get 10% off your order and support the show. Or if you'd rather just copy-paste the link from the description. All right, guys. That was Howie Fresh with Dubby. Energy drink. Check them out. Use his cold, real, code real fresh, and boost your energy. Everybody's looking for a boost of energy nowadays. Uh, life is twenty-four-seven, pretty much. So everybody's looking for a boost of energy. It's all natural. Check it out. Again, that's Howie Fresh, good friend of the show. All right. <clears throat> so now we're going to go to the score. College football scorecard, scoreboard, start out with Wednesday. The week actually started Wednesday. Jacksonville State beat MTSU 45-30. to And New Mexico State beat um, FIU 34-17 on Thursday night. Um, Western Kentucky beat Law Tech 35-28. And Liberty beat Sam Houston 21-16. On Friday night, there was two um, pretty big games. Kansas State lost to Oklahoma State 29-21 at Oklahoma State, and Nebraska beat Illinois 20-7. to Saturday started out, Oklahoma beating Texas 34-30. to um, Ohio State beat Maryland 37-17, to like I said, covered the spread. LSU had a pick six late, beat Missouri 49 to 39 at Missouri. That was their first loss of the season. <clears throat> Already talked about the have and have nots there in all three of those games. Uh, Boston College beat Army 27-24. Mississippi beat Mississippi State beat Western Michigan 41-28. Wisconsin beat Rutgers 24-13. Virginia beat William & Mary 27-13. Toledo 41. Massachusetts 24. NC State and Marshall had a wild game, 48-41, NC State. um, They had a new quarterback and actually scored some points. In that game, up and down the field, looks like UTSA beat Temple 49-34. Buffalo beat Central Michigan 37-13. UCLA beat number 13 Washington State 25-17. Actually, Washington State had a lead in that game. And UCLA come back and and won at home. That was at home um, for them. And is a big win. And they are now back into the AP poll. Northwestern beat Howard 23 to 20. I think that gives Northwestern at least two wins this year. Um, Florida State beat Virginia Tech 39 to 17. However, they did not cover. Um, I had them at 24 on on DraftKings. I'm not sure where it ended up, but I think it was above 22. Um, Alabama beat Texas AM 26 to 20 at Texas A&M North Carolina demolished a um, Syracuse team that two weeks ago was undefeated 40 to 7 Iowa beat Purdue at home 40 to or 40 20 to 14 um, and they had a new quarterback in so you know them getting a win at home was probably good Clemson, you know, beat Wake Force 17 to 12. I, if you ask me, it's kind of unimpressive, uh, but it was at home and they beat them 17 to 12. They were up 17 to 6, I think. But, anyways, Navy beat North Texas 27 24. Louisiana beat Texas State 34 to 30. Um, Texas State have been playing really well, Louisiana has as well. That was a a, a good game to watch. Eastern Michigan beat Ball State 24 to 10. Miami of Ohio beat Bowling Green 27 to0. Ohio beat Kent State 42-17. Northern Illinois beat Akron 55 to 14. Vandy was beaten by Florida 38 to 14. That's why I said Florida played their role yesterday and done what they needed to do and supposed to do. Kansas demolished Central Florida UCF 51-22 to at Kansas yesterday. UAB demolished um, South Florida 56-35. Troy beat the heck out of Arkansas State 37-3. to that's good to see. Good to see John Summerall do that. UConn won a game over Rice, who had been looking pretty good 38-31. FAU beat Tulsa 20-17. Colorado hung on and late and beat Arizona at Arizona State 27 to 24 last night. Of course, Georgia demolished Kentucky 51 to 13. South Alabama beat UL Monroe uh, 55-7. Old Dominion beat Southern Miss 17-13. to Michigan demolished Minnesota at Minnesota 52-10. to There's a have and a have not. Minnesota has had some nine and four seasons and has looked the part and looked like they're going to be able to get over that level and over that hump and just can't seem to do it as well. Um, Ole Miss, 20, Arkansas, or Ole Miss, 27, Arkansas, 20. Louisville beat Notre Dame, 33 to 20. Georgia Tech beat Miami, 23 to 20 last night, in that where they should have kneeled down. I mean, Georgia Tech had no timeouts. Miami had the ball. 42 seconds left when they snapped the ball. The play clock's 40 seconds, guys. Just kneel. I I never seen anything like it. Wyoming and Fresno State played a game uh, that was a really, really good game. Both of these teams are really good teams. Wyoming come out on top at home. 24 to 19 knocking Fresno State out of the 24 spot in the AP poll I'm actually surprised that Wyoming is not in the AP poll I really thought <clears throat> that they might have a shot at it um you know they they were tied with Texas 10 to 10 you know second quarter late second quarter I think um, you know they're five and one. Um, you know, this is a a really good Wyoming team. Texas Tech beat the crap out of Baylor in Waco 39 to 14. Iowa State beat TCU 27 to 14. TCU is now three and three. Utah State beat Colorado State 44 24. Boise beat San Jose State 35 27. Oregon State beat California in a shootout 52 to 40. And last but almost least, (laughs) USC hung on and beat Arizona at home, guys, in three overtimes 43 to 41, a two point conversion. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, this USC team does not look like a challenger. Not at all. <clears throat> they dropped again from nine to 10. They, they had been up to about five and dropped to, you know, like eight. and Then they dropped to nine. Now they dropped to 10. They're still undefeated. Because they are sneaking by in some of these games. Two weeks ago, Arizona State had the ball. It was in Arizona State uh, with about six minutes to go and had a chance to drive and, and, you know, got stalled out. And then USC took the ball down and beat them by two touchdowns at the end of the game. Last week, they had to hang on for dear life against Colorado in Boulder and won 48-41. to 41 And then this week, back at home, in Los Angeles, this Arizona team takes them to three overtimes. And they sneak out a win by a two-point conversion, 43-41. And that is the full week six college football scoreboard. All right, guys. So with that said, I'm going to do a little message here about true victory. Hey, guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast. We're presented by the Boys. I want you guys to check out my brand new Victorious T from True Victory. Scan that QR code. Takes you straight to the website. They're founded by U.S. military veterans. True Victory is a sportswear and streetwear brand dedicated to building everyday champions on and off the field. Our purpose is to transform lives and elevate humanity through the power and unity of sports, positive stories, and serving others. Again, check out that QR code. Use our code to Fanboys for a 15% discount. And get a great team man it's comfortable and remember they're part sports, part street and always true. all right man that guy's handsome <laughs> all right guys so that is true victory check them out they do have great great stuff um, they, they are great cause they're Veteran-owned and first responder-owned, and you know they uh, they have a, they they have a great cause that they're that they're trying you know trying to be there for. And check them out; they have great stuff. And uh, Paul Skeens is there, True Victory as an ambassador, and other great sports people. So check them out All right guys biggest surprise from yesterday I'm gonna I'm gonna call it Kentucky to be quite honest with you um, it, it's to me it's not Georgia it was Kentucky the way they played um, you know two of the first three drives they had drive inning penalties. the third drive for Georgia we had stopped and had a severely after the play, late just Deion Walker on a batted-down ball. They picked it up and uh, tried to act like he was live. And then Deion Walker just turns and, like, slams somebody. And they call a flag on that, give them a first down. I mean, you know, if those three things don't happen, at the beginning of that game, Kentucky was driving in the first two drives and they drove and scored a touchdown in a third drive. You know, and then they could stop them in Georgia's third drive. Then, you know, maybe there is a different tone in that game than what it wound up to be. So, I think the way they started and doing some of the stuff, self-inflicted crap, on top of that, in one of those drives, Devin Leary just flat out missed a wide-open, wide-open Tavion Robinson. Probably overthrew him by seven yards. And there was literally nobody within eight yards of him He was wide open. Um, You put that on the spot where it's supposed to be, and, and, and it's possible that that's a touchdown. You know, so there was some stuff early in that game that definitely could have changed, not necessarily the outcome, but it could have changed the, Trajectory of how the game went for sure. I, you know, like I said, I didn't have Kentucky winning that game anyway. I just thought that we would go there and compete a little bit. And we had some chances early on and just absolutely <sighs> tripped over ourselves, to be quite honest. So, <clears throat> That's what I'm going to say as far as that and then real quick guys I'm going to take a look ahead at week 7 There are There are four ranked matchups in week 7 and we have number seven and number eight, a top ten matchup, Washington. Uh, Oregon at Washington next week, which will be a really, really good game, should be. And on top of that, um, you know, that game could have some real meaning to the winner of the um, Pac-12. And then also we have USC at Notre Dame next week, we're going to find out if either one of these teams are, you know, going to be up there in the top ten or twelve, or deserve to be up there in the top ten or twelve. Because the way they're playing right now, I'm not sure that either team do. But uh, they're both ranked. USC is ten. Notre Dame is twenty-one. And that's a big game. Then number twenty-five, Miami goes to North Carolina. Number twelve um, in the ACC. North Carolina is still undefeated. Miami's four and one. I think they had a week off, um, so we'll see what happens with that game. And then. Number eighteen UCLA plays at number fifteen Oregon State. The Beavers are for real; uh, they're a good team, and playing um, <coughs> playing at Oregon State is always a tough place to play. And UCLA is coming off of a big win over Washington State. Cameron Ward did not look great, and that's the first time that he has not looked great um, <coughs> this past week. So. We have those four matchups as far as ranked matchups for week seven. And then I'm going to scroll through and see. Wow, Georgia plays Vanderbilt next week. That should be a real good game. (laughs) Michigan plays Indiana. Ohio State plays Purdue. Boy, these are some powerhouse. Syracuse plays Florida State. Arkansas and Alabama play, but Arkansas has lost four in a row. Texas A&M and Tennessee. There's a game that's worth talking about. Texas A&M and Tennessee uh, play each other. It's in Knoxville, um, Texas A&M four and 4 and 2 Tennessee is four and one. Kansas goes to Oklahoma State. Eh, you know, should win, I would think. Um, Florida goes to South Carolina. Florida's four and two. South Carolina's two and three. That'll be a, a big game in the SEC East. Not in the national picture. Iowa and Wisconsin play. That'll be a big game in the Big Ten because both of these teams are in the other division. They still have a division in the Big Ten So this year. <clears throat> so um, this is the last year, I think, of the division in the Big Ten, and Iowa and Wisconsin is opposite of Penn State. Um Michigan and Ohio State. So the winner of this game will have a, an advantage to get to the Big Ten championship game. So that'll be a pretty big, bang, pretty big game. Auburn plays LSU at LSU. Missouri and Kentucky play next week. Um, they're both five and one. Missouri just fell out of the poll. And Kentucky State in at 24 with both losses, having losses this past week. Uh, NC State plays Duke 4-2, 4-1, and, and, and that's about it that I'm going to talk about and go through here. So one last thing here that I want to uh, show you guys is how to find us on WSBN TV. So here you go, guys. Hey, guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we're presented by the Fanboys. We are now part of WSBN TV on Channel 30. It's World Sports Broadcasting Network, a streaming service TV, and we are excited to be on that. We want you guys to know how to find us. Go to BoxCast app, download the app. Once you do, you can find us on Apple TV, Roku TV, Firestick, as well so we cover college sports of course we talk about certain teams and hot topics and news we do game day pickems and we do week wrap up shows as well as special guests so we would love to have you tune in and watch our shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 3 p.m. central standard time thanks guys All right guys, that's how to find us on WSBN TV World Sports Broadcasting Network. All right, this has been the weekend wrap-up show for week 6 of college football. Let's see. Botkins is Nick Botkins is with us. And he says I was hoping Kentucky would win. I was just hoping Kentucky would look like, you know, a challenging team or a team that could, you know, hold their own in Georgia, to be honest with you. And Mizzou did have a heartbreaking loss, was driving late, had a pick six, that was down three, lost by 10. But they had a lead and gave up a touchdown to be down three, and they didn't have a whole lot of time and was trying to force it and threw a pick six um, that absolutely ended it. Uh, And they got beat 49-39. to So, I agree, Bodkins. It was a heartbreaking loss. All right, man. Our next show is going to be Tuesday night, October 10th at 8 p.m. I did not change the 3 to 8. I do that every time on this. But, anyway, guys, it's going to be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's going to be our college football Big Fuss show, week seven. I know that Hammonds will be with me. The last two shows, I've kind of done these solos, so... I know at least Hammonds will be with me on Tuesday night and join us for our big fuss show. We will do some hot topics and um, our pick six segment and our uh, no fly zone segment. We'll have a little bit of fun and do a little debates and some of the um, hot topics and stuff for college football, maybe even college sports. Um, But that will be again Tuesday night, October 10th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, guys, I appreciate you joining me. Again, this has been the College Sportscast weekend wrap-up show for week six. Thanks, guys.